Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the word. I bless you. I pray you open the eyes of the understanding of your people. I pray that also you give them the spirit of the message, the life of the message, and uh, every ingredient that may give them the results that they want as they conclude the year and as they enter into another year that shall be a blessed year for them. Father, I thank you. I bless you and I honor you for them because this is what you're doing unto them. This is what you're doing unto us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this far you've brought us. You've been the stone of help. You've been our Ebenezer. You've been that rock of ages. Father, we want to thank you. We bless you for the Christ called Jesus. We give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, uh, as, as Vantage, we thank the Lord for this far he has brought us and where he wants to take us. We believe uh, the Lord has good things for us. And uh, today... I just want to go to my default position and uh, interest us uh, on the person, on the subject of grace, uh, such that uh, we may be able to move in and be able to tap in some of these things that uh, the Father has given unto us. And uh, let me start uh, from Romans chapter number 5, uh, verses 57. Uh, it's speaking about Christ, speaking about Jesus. And uh, this is what it says. It says, that, it says, it says for if by one man's off offense, death reigned by the one. That was speaking about uh, uh, the first Adam. And so we, here we see that uh, uh, the first man, Adam, the one we know as Adam, what happened is uh, when he offended, when he sinned, uh, death was able to enter into the human race and into the things that were under his domain, the earth and things like that. And so... Uh, the second part then says, okay, let me read, it says, it says, for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by the one Jesus Christ. And so what, what you pick from there is that, yes, death has come. Uh, sin, okay, Death came by sin. In other words, uh, uh, death was the result of the sin. And what happens is, God, the solution God is giving there, He gives us the person of Christ. And the person of Christ gives us what is called there, ab abundance of grace. And also the free gift of righteousness. All of them are graces. The first one is abundance of grace. You need to have grace and you need to have in, in abundance and besides that, you also need to have uh, the gift of righteousness, which also is a grace. So that's why always when you hear me speak, you'll always me speak, you'll always me hear, hear me talk about grace and also hear me talk about graces. That's why we are the apostles of graces. In other words, God has sent us to give to people, to give unto the earth, to give to the cosmos, to give to the things around us, the different graces of God. In our realm we call it the gift, the different gifts of God. In other words, it is very important to us. And so, if you want to reign in life, you want to be as kings on the earth, what we need to have is we need to have uh, in abundance the grace of God, but also we need to have the free gift of righteousness. And so it is important. And righteousness is us being able to stand before situations when we are judged as being warranted for those things. In other words, when we stand before God, nothing can accuse us. When we stand before things, 
they cannot deny themselves unto us. They avail themselves unto us, whether they be in the realm of the spirit or whether they be here or not. In other words, nothing is able to be being withheld from us. Nothing. The Bible says, uh, uh, God cannot withhold certain things from, from us. Praise the Lord. Very, 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 very important. And so that's the place we want to be. And the person that gives us access to the things is called Jesus Christ. And so today we are going to look at uh, the God of all graces. Or that God that is able to give us every kind of gift. Praise the Lord. And when we're talking about grace in the context we're speaking right now, we are talking about the favor of God. We are talking about that inherent power of God. We are talking about uh, the Spirit of God. We are talking about the name of God. We are talking about the different things as we are read from scriptures that God is able to avail to us that we may be uh, we, may, we may be the true representation of Him or we may be the representation of Him in every realm that we go in. Just just like an, um, if, for example, we have an ambassador of a certain country, maybe the country of Israel in, in Uganda, what happens is he, he begins to get, he begins, he operates as the other country, in the name of the other country. And that is why there are some, in, 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 in certain realms, uh, they can be, for example, in Uganda, if we have uh, the embassy, for example, of the United States, uh, when you're within the precinct of that embassy, that 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 locality is considered United States. It's the it's the it's the it's it's, it's the nation. Okay, for example, the nation. We know, for example, that the nation, the nation of United States, is geographically it is located somewhere in in the in the world. It is located physically. It is located somewhere. But if, for example, the nation of Uganda uh, is able to to recognize, for example, United States and then give them a plot of land. That plot of land within Uganda is also considered United States. It's considered the territory. So the jurisdiction is also there. It's here locally, but also it is there locally in a different place. So just to bring an understanding. So, for example, if we are to be ambassadors of heaven here on earth, as scriptures called us, or as God, as it's not only scripture that has made that provision, but also what has happened is, God himself as uh, it is a true reality that we walk in. So if we want to be true ambassadors of Christ, then there, there's, we need to have all the graces that Jesus walked in. The Bible says that uh, the law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Christ Jesus. And so, grace in the same way has to come through you. As a child, that, or child of God, as a son of God, certain graces, certain gifts have, have to come through you. And we need to get to a place where God does not withhold any grace from us. So, And we need to have it in abundance, in its fullness. Just like Jesus had fullness of grace. The, if, if at all grace was to be measured, Jesus, when he was walking here on earth, he had full access to every grace. That was available. And so we also know that God is able to give uh, more grace to they that are humble. And humility is when we are in Christ Jesus. When we accept Jesus and when we walk in total subjection or when we walk in total union with Him or when we walk in total uh, fellowship with, with Jesus as we are one with Him, then that begins to be availed unto us. Very, very important things here. And so if, if death mere death could enter and 
begin to defeat man. Or oh, when you talk about death, we are talking about physical death. We are talking about we are talking about things begin to wane. Like for example, when you have a uh, one thousand, uh, maybe one million uh, Uganda shillings, then it begins to reduce. That's the form of death. And so, if things entered like that, maybe sickness, maybe disease, uh, prayerlessness, uh, unrighteousness, unholiness, and things like that. And so, what we want to do, we want to to take the place of Christ as we are already in Christ and begin to have certain results and we want to have every grace that's why by the way if we want to change our life if we want to renew our life for example I always say if, I always put it this way if everything that you have right now you can measure it because of what you have done then you don't give place for God also then that means that is not considered God. There is no God in it. But if the results you have, yes, yes, you factored in your prayer life. You factored in your holiness. You factored in your sanctification. You factored in uh, maybe uh, the money. You factored in uh, certain, certain, you put in a certain input. And then you count all those inputs. You count every one of them. And then the results that you have are more than what you have put in. Then that's what we call grace. That is what we call God. That is, what, that is the place now you can acknowledge and begin to speak that, you know what? And, 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 and when you stand before God, then they can acknowledge that this is attributed to God. It, it was marvelous in our eyes. And we attributed it to God because it was beyond your prayer life. It was beyond your giving. It was beyond your sanctification. It was beyond the things that men do to get results. And so that is why we preach grace. That's why we understand grace. That's why we, are, we love the message of the grace of God. Because the grace of God is more than what certain religiosities, certain, certain, certain people have wanted it to be. And so... That is what we want to project. For example, when when we want to when we want to access the realms of heaven, it is you at times you just find yourself there, not because you have meditated so much, not because you have prayed so much, but just because the Father has willed it that way. And 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 and, 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 and you cannot say that you what flesh and blood has given it unto you. Not, not because of your sweat. It's not beyond your. It's, it's beyond your sweat. Praise the Lord. Just like uh, uh, the, 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 the first Adam would say, you know what? You are going to eat from the earth out of the sweat of your brow. Shall you be able? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So that's what we are speaking here, and it's important we understand that. It is important we appreciate that. And so, when you read, uh, when you read, uh, for example. First uh, Corinthians, let me just start from there. First Corinthians also from verse it's, it's the scripture you will always hear me mention so frequently. First uh, Corinthians 15 from verses 9, Apostle Paul begins to speak. And then he says like this, he says, For I am the least of the apostles, that I am not supposed to be called an apostle. Now that's what you call grace. Praise the Lord. Yes, you are, you are, you are the least of the apostles. But also being the least of the apostles, you are also not supposed to be an apostle. So grace gives you it. And then it says, 
it says here, because I persecuted the church. So he says, I am the least of the apostles. I'm not supposed to be called an apostle because he persecuted the church. But then he says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And so that is exactly what we had explained before. Praise the Lord. So he gives, he gives his calling and he gives the results of his calling to the grace of God. Praise the Lord. Yes. He explains and says in verse number 10, he says, he says, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. Praise the Lord. That's why in a later verse, in some other verses, you say, he puts it he says, he says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. I do not frustrate the grace of God. And so as we enter into a new year, as we come through this year, we want to be in a place where we are people who don't frustrate the grace of God. We don't frustrate the graces of God. We don't frustrate what God wants to do in our life. We don't frustrate what God has deposited upon our life. We don't frustrate it by uh, giving it place to the sin of the world, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the failures of men, to the carnality of men, to the nature of men, to the nurturing of men, to the environment that we are living in. We don't want to frustrate the grace of God. We don't want situations around us to frustrate the grace of God. We don't want uh, the, uh, the, uh, our natural life, the, our, our, what, we, what, we, what we put in as men, the, the sweat of our brow, the, the, the things we do to frustrate the grace of God or the graces of God that the Father has given unto us. And so we shall look at all these things. And so the apostle says, the apostle here says, says, he says, for I am the least of the apostles. That I am not supposed, or I am not meant to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. The grace of God made him. And says, and says, and his grace that was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But then he says, I labored much more abundantly than they all. Talking about the other apostles. So, so what will happen is, as we enter the year, praise the Lord. Yes, there are some, there are some labors that you will give. There are some labors that you will do. That there is, there is, there is, there is a holiness you will operate in. There is a prayer life you will have. There is a giving life you will have. There is a devotion you will have. There is, a, there is a things that you will do in the grace. And as you do them in the grace, you will do them exponentially. Praise the Lord. You will pray exponentially. You will see heaven exponentially. You will have experiences of heaven exponentially. You will read the word and understand them exponentially. Understanding shall come to you. Wisdom shall come to you. Favor shall come to you. Glory shall come to you. Praise the Lord. Because of the things you have done. But as you, for example, when you're given, when you're, all of you are given 12 hours, but it will be as if you're all having, you're not all having the same 12 hours. You'll have more than 12 hours. That is what is called the grace of God. And even as they give you more than 12 hours, you will still have more results than someone who is having the same time that you have been given. Praise the Lord. For example, it's, it's like, for example, all of you receive, all of you in a year receive 1 million shillings. 
that the results that you have, you cannot, you cannot contain it. You cannot measure it within the one million shillings. Because as you have given the one million shillings, what will happen is people will begin to give you a free house. They will begin to give you free capital. They will begin to give you free lunch, free favors, free air tickets, free accommodation. Why? Because there is the element of grace that has been bestowed upon you, that has come upon you, that has been availed unto you, that is changing your life, that is renewing your life, taking you to the next level. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so he says here, he says, he says, he says, for I am, he says, for I am the least of the apostles that I am not supposed to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, that which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but, but, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Praise the Lord. So today what we want to do is we want to First of all, partake of the grace of God. Then partake of all the graces of God. We need to pick, to position ourselves as vantage. We need to position ourselves as a church. We need to position ourselves as people that belong to the body of Christ. That people that have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. And have accepted to be under the jurisdiction of Christ. That what we shall do is... Even if we pray, it shall be the grace of God praying. Even if we give, it shall be the grace of God giving. And therefore, when all that happens, we shall begin to have results, better results than the, our peers. By our peers, I mean the businesses. If our businesses are our peers, if ministries are our peers, if churches are our peers, if, uh, if men are our peers, if countries are our peers, if nations are our peers, praise the Lord, we will do better than them. So this is what is coming unto us. And so, let me read for you a scripture in First Corinthians chapter number 4. Uh, verse number 7, it says, For who makes thee to defer from another? And what hast thou that thou did not receive? Let me read for you in plain English. It says, who makes you to defer from one another? It then says, what do you have that you did not receive? Now, if you did receive it, why do you glory as though you had not received it? Praise the Lord. And so you need to understand what we, what we are talking about receiving here. We are talking about the grace. Because if something is to come to you by grace, that means you don't have to labor for it. It has to be given to you. And when it is given to you, as for even, even humility itself is a grace itself. As you humble yourself, then God begins to give you more grace. And so, Paul writes to this people, he says, you know what? It says, what do you have that you have not received? So we see there that Apostle Paul received the grace of God, and when he received the grace of God, then he labored much more than the rest of the apostles. That means he had more results than them. Praise the Lord. And when he had more results than them, what happened is it was... It was, it, was, it was him laboring, but it was him doing these things. As he did them, it ended up that the grace of God was the result giving, unto, uh, giving results unto him. Praise the Lord. And so, everything that we have, everything that we have, we received it because of the grace of God. 
And what we need to do here, we don't want, uh, we don't want uh, the grace of God to be in vain in our life. Praise the Lord. Let me read for you a scripture and then we shall just move. Uh, in the book of uh, uh, Galatians chapter number 2, it's a familiar verse to many of us. It is a grace. It's a grace. Praise the Lord. It's a grace scripture. Praise the Lord. No matter how you look at it, it's a grace scripture. That's why we would. To, to know that chapter, verse 20 is a great scripture, you read verse what? Read verse uh, 21. So let's start from verse 20. It says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. That is what we call grace. Praise the Lord. He's <laughs> saying he's dead. He, was, he died in Christ. He was crucified with Christ. Then he says, if anything is crucified with Christ, Yet is living. Then he goes ahead to say, It is not him that is living, it is Christ which is living. That is why we are saying the results that you are going to have the next year is going to be a portion to grace. Whether you call it glory, whether you call it power, whichever name you call it, in our realm we call it the graces of God. That's why we are sent to dispense the graces of God. Then he says, He says, uh, it says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I live now in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It says, verse 21, it says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. Praise the Lord. I do not frustrate the grace of God. Then it says, For if righteousness came by the law, then Christ died in vain. Remember, well, I read for you uh, Romans chapter number 5, verse 17. It says, if, if we want to reign in life, we have to receive abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness. So here it's saying, If righteousness comes by the law, then I am frustrating the grace of God. Because righteousness does not come Righteousness does not come by the law. Praise the Lord. Even holiness does not come by the law. Sanctification itself does not come by the law. The Bible says, put on Christ. The inner man. The inner man is a gift of grace. Is created in the image of God in this true spirit of holiness and righteousness. And so what happens is, even holiness, holiness is a grace. It is given to you. On your own, you cannot be holy even as God wants you to be holy. Praise the Lord. It is something that you receive from God and then you walk. Otherwise, if you, if you claim it to be your own, then God has no place in it and it is filthy rags. Even righteousness as well as holiness which is being separate. Praise the Lord. Which is being separated. And so that's why we, we look at the blood of Jesus. That's why we look at the person of Christ and walk in his abundance and walk in the things that he wants us to walk by. Praise the Lord. And so we need to, I, I need you to understand as we are moving is, is that uh, there is nothing that you have. Praise the Lord. That you did not receive. That's why we call it grace. If you have money to us, we call that grace. If you have a child it is grace. How many people? How many people? How many couples want children but they cannot get? And for you, you have. That's why we call it 
grace. That's what the Bible, the Bible puts it this way. It says, it says, children are a gift from God. In our language we say, children are a grace from God. It is something that God has given to you. There is nothing that you have which you did not receive. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and by receiving here, I'm not saying that, uh, I'm not saying that uh, it's because you did something to get it. No, it's because Jesus did something to get it. Just like Apostle Paul writes the other side and then says, he says, the life I have right now, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Praise the Lord. And so it is something that is important. It's something you need to realize. That's why we minister grace. That's why we preach the message of grace. That's why we, we, are, we, are, we are the workings of grace ministries. Because we have allowed the grace of God to work in us. Or we are in that position where we want the grace of God to operate in us. That is the place where we are. Any, any results we, we are going to have, any results that we have, we attribute it to the grace of God. Yes, we pray. Yes, we fast. Yes, we give. Yes, we read the word. Yes, we meditate. But we attribute all these things that we do to the power of the grace of God. That is why to us we say, you know what? Grace is not, it's not, it's not something that uh, when we are walking in, we are walking in it just because now uh, it's because of weakness. Praise the Lord. No, we walk in grace because we have yielded ourselves to the power of God. And the power of God operating in our life is called the grace of God. That's why scripture says, In Him we live and move and have our being. Even us have our, having our being. Us, even us for, us for us to live. For us to walk. Even you walking. It is the grace of God. Praise the Lord. Leave the things when your muscles are moving. No, 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 no. It is the grace of God that causes your muscles to move. Yes, science may try to explain. So you know what? Ah, uh, yes, energy is moving like this. And yes, the uh, electrical energy is moving like this. Yes, and then uh, 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 physical energy is moving like this. That's why things are operating like this. Uh, no friction and here. No, 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 no. It is more than that. It is the grace of God. That's why the Bible says that in Him we live and move and have our being. It is God who does that. And so the more we realize it, the more we understand it, the more we'll walk in it, praise the Lord. That's why even the gospel, when it came to Apostle Paul, it was the grace of God, praise the Lord, that availed it unto him, praise the Lord. He just, he just found himself knowing it. He just found himself knowing it. And then he went and he was taught, but it was still the grace of God teaching him to, to do all those things. Hallelujah. And so let me, let me read for you some scripture here. It says, it says like this, puts it this way. In the, the book of Second uh, Corinthians, chapter number, chapter number, uh, uh, chapter number eight, uh, it begins to speak like this. Let me start from verse number six. It says like this: it "says In so much that we desired Titus, that as he had begun, as he had begun, so he would also finish in you the same grace also." Praise the Lord. And remember, the grace he was talking about here was called. The grace of giving. Praise the Lord. Yes, I know some of you, you give your tithe. You give. It is the grace of God that causes you to do that. Otherwise, some people cannot do it. Praise the Lord. But you know what? So, what, what do you want? Uh, when, when, uh, when Apostle Paul is writing here to the Corinthians, in this, in this what I'm reading to us here, he's talking about the grace of giving. That's why we are the, 
We are their apostle of graces. Praise the Lord. As workings of grace ministries, we are the apostle of graces. We have been sent to release this grace. So here you realize that Titus was the one that made this Corinthians being able to give. Praise the Lord. Remember, every, many people have different graces upon them. And it's something you need to acknowledge. It's something you need to understand. It's, if, for example, if, if for example, someone, someone does some things very easily, praise the Lord, you need to acknowledge them, you need to honor them, then you begin to flow in that. Praise the Lord. You don't need to do many things. You just need to, just need to submit to them. You just need to understand them. You just need to tell God about them and appreciate them physically and spiritually. And then you'll begin to walk in it. I, I, for example, I told you, like, uh, uh, for example, I always started like, uh, like speaking and then saying, left hand grow and things like that. What happened is I just saw someone do it. I loved the person. I loved what was happening and I walked in it. It's the same thing like prophesying. It's the same thing like preaching. It's the same thing like, uh, like being rich. You need to just make sure you understand some of these things and acknowledge the people that are walking in some of those things easily. Praise the Lord. And then you'll begin to walk in them as easily as it is. Praise the Lord. That is how some of these things operate. And that is how some of these graces are given unto you. And so here, for as long as it is called giving, Titus was very easy. Very easy to cause other people. You have, you have been in ministry. For example, you preach and no one gives. And then someone comes and he's just there. Even he's not, he's not even speaking what we call deep stuff. <laughs> or what you think is deep. What happens is, then people begin to give them money. Then you was, who had labored for so long, what happens in laboring in courts? What happens is, the, the money that you thought they were supposed to give you, they give it to the other person. They favored the job you thought you were supposed to get because of all these credentials, all the things you've studied, you've gone to this school, your papers are right, everything is right, your English is right. They give it to someone who seems to be, things are not okay. What happens? That, that, that life not seeming to be okay was covered by the grace of God. Praise Jesus. That is why some say grace is not favor. <laughs> no, rather that... Uh, <laughs> that uh, grace is not like is not like something which is uh, is not like uh, is not like something which is uh, which is impartial or partial. Praise the Lord. And so, if like like for example, when it comes to Barnabas, Barnabas was very easy to encourage people. The son of encouragement to, was very. If someone was doing very badly, you just need to bring Barnabas around, and they will become joyous. They'll become happy. That is what we are talking about. Praise the Lord. So when they came to giving, praise the Lord. Titus was the one that they sent. Praise the Lord that they sent to this person. So Paul speaks as he says that in so much that we desire Titus, that as he began, so he would also finish in you the same grace. Praise the Lord. Therefore, as you are bound in everything, in faith, in utterance, in knowledge, in diligence, in your love to us, see that you also abound in this grace also. Praise the Lord. That's why we are called the Apostle of Grace. I think you can begin to see where some of it is coming from. 
So when, when the Paul lists things like this, says giving is a grace there, talks about, uh, talks about uh, faith being a grace, then it talks about speech, utterance being grace, so he's talking about knowledge being grace, diligence itself is grace, then love itself is grace, then he says, you know what, as you abound in all the other graces, abound also in this grace also, the grace of giving. They were not doing very well in it, but there was provision for them to grow and make it powerful and therefore get in a place where they are able to own it because the Corinthian church had owned faith. They were doing very well in faith, in the grace of faith. They were doing very well in the grace of in the grace of utterance and speech. They were doing very very well in the grace of knowledge. They were doing very well in the grace of diligence and in their love to, toward the servants of God and toward each other. They were doing very well. But they were not doing very well in the grace of giving. So you could be there and there is a grace that you are not excelling so well in it. And so there is, as we are entering this new year, as we are concluding this year, there is a window for you to excel in all the graces because God wants us to abound remember we said receiving abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness so we want to receive abundance of grace as a gift but also want to receive abundance of the other graces that the Father has given to us knowing that there is nothing that we have that we didn't receive there is nothing that you are going to have in the year to come or as you finish this year that you have not received that you cannot receive Praise Jesus. That's why we are talking about the God of all graces. Praise the Lord. That's why we are talking about. That's why we are talking about uh, God being able to to avail to you all these graces. Let me hear someone say Amen. Then he says here. He says here. I speak not by commandment, but by occasion of forwardness of others, and to prove the sincerity of your love. It says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you might through his poverty be rich. Praise the Lord. Yes. We are not saying that now for you you become poor, then for you now you become poor, then you make others rich. No. That was what Jesus was meant to do. Because when what Jesus wanted to release to the world, he had to become poor. But that was the grace given upon him. That in his becoming poor, he was able to release riches to the others. Praise the Lord. That is why uh, there's another scripture in Second Corinthians chapter 6. Let me just read it and say like this. It says, they considered, uh, chapter 6, it says, uh, from verse number 8, it says, by honor and dishonor, by evil report, and good report as deceivers yet true Paul is speaking about himself then he says and a couple of others then he says as unknown yet well known as dying and behold we live as chastened and yet not killed as sorrowful yet always rejoicing as poor yet making others rich and so that is why you remember you remember I uh, uh, Titus was, had the grace to cause people to give. Praise the Lord. Paul speaks here and he says, you know what? That he was also, I also had the grace to make people rich. That is what uh, I wanted from verse number 10. 
praise the Lord. And so that's why there are some people who have certain graces in them. That when you begin to acknowledge the grace that is upon them, and you begin to walk in it. Because what God wants us to have, He doesn't want you to have small, small graces here. He wants you to have abundance of grace, but beside that, He also wants you to have every other grace. That's what we call graces, the gifts, praise the Lord. Remember, this is what we call charis, charisma. Charis is a gift, praise the Lord. Charis is what? Is a gift. That's what we call charismatic gifts. Praise the Lord. And so it is important we understand that. It's important we appreciate that. And when we appreciate that, then we'll begin to walk in all these other graces and be able to abound in them. And when we abound in them, then we'll begin to have results that when we, that when we are having these results, it, is, it, is, it, is, it will be equated to God. Because even if you pray for one hour, praise the Lord. Like for example, if there are two people, all of them pray for one hour. Hallelujah. Then at the end of the one hour, all of them are praying to the same God, to the same Jesus, in the same name, in the same protocols, using the same, using the, at the same time, in the same place. But what happens is, when they live the prayer life, the results that each one of them will have will be attributed to absence of grace or to the abundance of grace. The one who has the abundance of grace, what happens is, he will have results that will be more than Everyone was putting the same amount of input. And that is why we are urging you to tap grace. We are urging you to understand grace. We are urging you to appreciate grace. We are urging you to catch the spirit of grace. Because it is important that you catch the message. It is important that you catch the spirit. It is important that you catch the person of grace. And walk in the things and abound in them. Praise the Lord. That you will begin to have results. Critical results. That beat the status quo. <laughs> Let me hear someone say hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so let me read some let me let me read for you some other scripture here. In the book of uh, Second Peter chapter number one. Uh because we need to understand really where we want to go. And uh remember I wrote, I, I read for you certain things that uh that are called graces in the, in the book of Second Corinthians chapter number 8 from verses number 6, uh, you, you know, 6, uh, six, seven, six seven, eight, nine. praise the Lord. We read that and so we saw there that graces, uh, the, the graces there where we are giving, were knowledge, diligence, uh, faith, uh, utterance, love, for the servant of God. You need to love the servant of God. Praise the Lord. If you want to walk in a grace, you need to love the servant of God. Praise the Lord. That servant that has been given that grace, that has been given that knowledge, that has been given that thing, you need to love them. Praise the Lord. And love uh, is not only in words. Love also has emotions to it. Love also has, uh, has the element of protection, but also has the element of giving, as the element of substance. That's why we don't honor someone only in word, but also honor them with substance. That's why scripture says, he that labor in the word are worthy of double honor. And double honor there is talking about substance. Very, very important things that is being communicated here. And so, there are a couple of things that we, when you read in Second Peter chapter 1, a couple of things when you read them there, the Bible speaks there, it says that he who has all the things and in abundance shall never be barren. Shall never be barren. And so, that is in verse number, verse number 8. Say like this, it says, it says, For if these things be in you, 
and abound. They make you that you shall not be barren, and neither shall you be fruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So we want to get to a place where our knowledge in Christ Jesus is able to bring to us results, and when to bring to us results, we will not be barren towards that knowledge. And, and, and when we have a certain knowledge, that's why scriptures put it this way, it says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Praise the Lord. And so we want, want to have the knowledge of what God wants us to know, but also beside that, because God uses what we know to take us into the unknown. It's the, it's, it's, and, and, and what you are calling knowledge there is the grace of God. And we want to know Jesus like, like, he, like he knows us. Praise the Lord. And the things he lists there, the things he lists there, yeah. the, the, what, what, is, what in verse 8 is called, if the things abound in you, some of, some of those things are what Apostle Paul calls graces, called graces in the scriptures we read before. And this is it. So let me begin from verse number 1. It says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and of our Savior Jesus Christ. So all those, you see, all those are graces. Praise the Lord. But first of all, Simon Peter is a grace himself. He's an apostle. He's, he's, he's given to us. He's a gift to us. Praise the Lord. He's a gift to us. And then Christ himself is a gift to us. And then the precious faith is also a gift to us. It's a grace to us. Righteousness itself in that verse is a grace to us. Jesus being a savior to us is a grace to us. God himself is a grace to us. He avails himself to us. That's why it's called graces. All those things are graces. They are gifts unto us. There is no, nothing we can do very much to attain them. You cannot do very much to attain them. Praise the Lord. That's why they are all graces. Very, very important that you understand that, that you appreciate that. Then he says in verse number two, he says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of our God and of Jesus Christ. So we need grace and peace in its what? Abundance. Peace is something that is given to you. Praise the Lord. It's, it's something that is availed unto you. The Bible says, uh, I, 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 my peace is not like that of the world. The peace that I give is not like that of the world. So peace itself is a grace. Hallelujah. I mean to have it in abundance, in addition to the grace. Then he says, according as his divine power has given unto us, praise the Lord, all that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who has called us unto glory and what? Virtue. He says, whereby are given unto us precious promises. So all these things are promises. All the, the promises is a grace. Praise the Lord. When someone comes and gives you a promise, that is a grace. Praise the Lord. I don't know how I can make you understand. Okay, yes, there is one example I can give. For example, when, uh, when God gave uh, Abraham the, the land of Canaan, he gave to Abraham the land of Canaan by promise. He did not give him because of Abraham obeying certain laws. He gave, that's I think in Galatians, he gave to him those, he gave to him the, the substance of the child, eh, the substance of Isaac. Isaac 
was a child of promise. He came by promise. He did not come because Abraham did this and did this and did this. Yes, uh, yes, we know Abraham did certain good things. But it was not those good things that made him receive Isaac. Isaac was a child of promise. Ismael was a child of the flesh. So I, I hope you understand this. That's why, we are, that's why we talk about the grace of God. That's why we talk about the grace of God making things available unto us. Availing things unto us. Giving to us certain accesses and that we may walk in them. Praise the Lord. And so we see here, uh, it says here, it says according as his divine power has given to us. His divine power has given to us. And so this divine power has given to us you know what? All things that pertain to life and godliness. Then all this comes by the what? Then verse number four then says, Whereby are given to us exceeding and precious promises. Praise the Lord. Remember, everything that we are going to have now is going to come by promise. And when we receive them as promises and we believe them as promises, what happens is then we begin to have those promises materialize in our life. Just like Abraham was given Isaac as a promise. Praise the Lord. And when he believed the promise against hope, he was able to conceive the child through, uh, through Sarah. Praise the Lord. Very, very important. So what we are saying is, the money that you are going to receive in this year and the coming year, the positions you are going to receive is going to come by promise. And when it comes by promise, you are going to harvest it by promise and we shall attribute everything therein to the grace of God. Praise the Lord. That was says, if Abraham were to, he had reason to, to glory. But there was no place for him to glory. Why? Because everything came by faith. Praise the Lord. That's Galatians chapter 3, verse 20, 21. Praise the Lord. So, there is, so if, you, if you are boasting, then that is not called grace. If you still boast about it, then it is not, it is not the hand of grace that has given it unto you, that has availed it unto you. Praise the Lord. And what we want here, we want abundance of grace and all the graces to be given unto us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That we may have every result that we want, everything that pertains to life and goodness. Praise the Lord. He says, but that by this we might be partakers. Did you see that? Verse number four, the way I've explained it concerning, concerning, uh, uh, concerning Isaac being given to Abraham. That is, a, it came by promise, then by, those, by the promise, then he was able to partake, to be a partaker, to be a partaker of it, was able to partake of that thing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Verse number five then says, and beside this, praise the Lord, beside this, giving all diligence, hallelujah. So, that's why we, all these graces, we have to walk in them, we have to abound in them, we have to appreciate them. And, and the Lord will give us the ability. Then verse number five then says, And beside this, giving all diligence, add to you, add, add your faith, virtue, eh, to add to faith, add virtue, then to virtue, add knowledge, then to knowledge, add temperance or self-control, then to self-control, add patience, then to, to patience, add godliness, hmm? then to godliness, add brotherly kindness, and then to brotherly kindness, add charity. Then it says, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall not be barren. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So that's why God is wanting to avail unto you 
every precious promise, every glorious promise, every powerful promise, God wants to avail it to you. God wants to give it to you. God wants you to, to walk in it. Because the coming year, you need all these things to be unto you in abundance. To be unto you in its glory. To be unto you in its power. To be unto you in its majesty. To be unto you in its honor. Hallelujah. That we may walk in them and abound in them. And such that uh, we, uh, as we do all the things. Praise the Lord. Uh, so let me read for you another scripture here. Uh, in, in the book of Second uh, Corinthians, chapter number 9. We shall conclude with that. Chapter number 9 uh, from verses... Uh, Ah, which verse can we start with? Okay, verse number 8. It says like this. It says, verse number 8 says this. It says, And God is able to make all grace. Did you hear that? It says, And God is able to make every grace abound toward you. That's why we are the apostle of graces. That's why we are the apostle of graces. Because God is able to make every grace. All the other graces we talked about. Eh? The ones, uh, First Peter chapter, I mean Second Peter chapter 1, eh? from verses, uh, all those graces we mentioned. Then the one uh, Apostle Paul talked about in, in Second Corinthians chapter number, chapter number 8. Praise the Lord. From verses 6 downwards. Praise the Lord. God is able to make every grace abound toward you. In, a, in its excess, praise the Lord, money in its excess, favor in its excess, faith in its excess, holiness in its excess, brotherly kindness in its excess, love in its excess, virtue in its excess, patience in its excess. And when we have all these things, or when all these things dwell in you, and they increase and they be in abundance, then you are not going to be barren in anything that you want to do. In anything that you plan to do. So God is able to make. So the difference we want to see in your life. The difference that we want to see in all your life. Let me read for you this verse and, and, and uh, complete in, in, in its completion. Praise the Lord. Because I, at times I just want to speak too much. Say like this, it says, And God is able to make every grace abound toward you. That you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Praise the Lord. So that's the ability that God has in store for us. Praise the Lord. That God wants us to walk in. That God wants every one of us to walk in. Praise the Lord. God is able to make every grace abound upon you. Eh? God has that ability and is willing to do it in your time, in your family, in your village, in your city, in your country. God wants to make every grace. So what grace do you want? Do you want the grace for holiness? Do you want the grace for revelation? Do you want the grace to uh, speak in other tongues? Do you want the grace to interpret those tongues? Do you want the grace to heal? Do you want the grace to be rich? Do you want the grace to be healthy? Do you want the grace to help others? Do you want the grace to be patient? Do you want the grace? What grace do you want? 
want the grace to go to nations. You want the grace to help the poor. You want the grace. So what seems to be your limitation? The grace is there. But above all, God is able. Praise the Lord. Everything is possible to God. But we also know everything is possible to everyone that believes. And so that is where we want to, I want you to be. That as you conclude this year, as you anticipate to enter into next year, praise the Lord, I want you to fall in love with the grace of God. Don't let anyone steal you. Don't let anyone rob you from the grace of God. Don't let any doctrine rob you from the grace of God. From, from us, you've been hearing us how we teach about the message of grace. The message of grace has something to do with the favor of God. The message of grace has something to do with being able to compliment you in the places that you think you have fallen short. In the places that you think you cannot measure up. And that is what I need you to understand. That even in the place that where now you know now you are the best. Praise the Lord. In prayers you are the best. In giving you are the best. In, in smartness you are the best. Praise the Lord. The grace of God can still cause you to excel in those things. In your bestness, if I don't think this like that. In your best, praise the Lord. The grace of God can still make you better. Praise the Lord. That's why we are talking about the grace of God that makes you better. The grace of God that makes you excellent. The grace of God that causes you to excel in every way possible. That compliments you. That even if you are too good, the grace of God still makes, still makes you better. That even if you still, you still think you are too weak, the grace of God still complements you and makes you be like Jesus. And makes the world treat you the way they should treat Jesus. And makes the devil treat you the way the devil treats Jesus. The way Jesus demands to be treated. Or the way God demands that Jesus be treated. The Bible says that, you know what? Sit at my right hand. Till I make your enemies your footstool. Praise the Lord. Jesus said, you know what? Upon this rock will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So do you want to build? Do you want to do anything? And so what we need to do is, as we enter this year, we need to learn to tap into the grace of God. To tap it in its abundance. To make us go to places that people could not think we should go. To make us do things that people and devils and circumstances and nurturing thought we could not make it. Praise the Lord. Where men and things had counted us out. Let the grace of God abound so much in our life. That you know what? We shall be in these places. We shall walk in these places. We shall abound in these things. And you know what? Nothing shall be able to stop us. The labor that we shall have, the results that we shall have, it shall be attributed to what God, to what God has done in our life. And it shall be marvelous in our eyes and in the people around us. That when people meet us, they shall know, surely, this is nothing else but the grace of God. And you know what? We shall be the testimonies of those things. We shall be the testimony of those things. We shall be the life of those things. And I pray that this 
2022 shall be a good year that shall be full of the grace of God, that shall be full of the glorious grace of God, that even what Paul speaks there, when he speaks there, then he says, when he says, when he says, he says, it says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nonetheless, I live. Yet not I, but the grace. Yet not, yet not I, but, but the life of Christ. Yet not I, but Christ himself lives in me. Praise the Lord. When the world will see you in 2022, they will see Christ. When they, when they, when they, when, when, when Everything about you shall have the mark of Christ in you, shall have the glory of Christ in you, shall have the life of Christ in you, and shall have the abundance of Christ in you, and nothing shall be withheld from you. Why? Because you have received this abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness, and you are able to reign, you are able to rule, that death will not rule in your domain. Why? Because the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free from these other laws of failure, laws of sin and death. I thank you so much. I pray the Lord abundantly blesses you. The Lord abundantly increases you. The Lord open the eyes of your understanding. The Lord open you into the different graces that you are supplied in its abundance, in its understanding, in its glory, that it shall be a blessing in season and out of season. Thank you so much in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Vantage Radio Program. Remember to tune in next Thursday at 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. For more information, reach us on 0778-281-576. Be blessed.